What's up, everybody? Today we're on a solo episode here. It's just me, and I'm talking about Carvana and my experience with them, what, uh, what I thought about it, and just the state of online buying through these wannabe tech companies. See you on the other side. So much of our lives inside Either in traffic at work or close eye How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Work Forever podcast. I am your host, Roy Edwards, and this is the podcast where we talk about AI automation, the ability to work wherever so you can live every day like it is Saturday. It is a tech podcast as I open my energy drink, and we do talk about technical things. Today, we're talking about buying things online. Part of a tech experience and these wannabe tech companies that are jumping up everywhere to try and get into this uh, internet boom and e-commerce crap, right? So I run a tech con- uh, tech company. I read it, run a tech podcast. So I figured I would give this company Carvana a shot in my next buying experience. I went through the process of first I wanted to give make sure that I gave all platforms a shot. I wanted to make sure that I checked out Vroom. I wanted to check out Carvana, Carfax, and I went through these and weighed my options. So first off, this is the first time I'd ever purchased a vehicle online. I always thought it was cool. I have been an advocate of Carvana, not in a sense of saying that um, a spokesperson for them, but thinking that the tech behind it and the idea behind it was very modern, saying that, hey, the modern buying experience can happen online and we can remove the sales mini uh, tactics of old and create a new buying experience that's going to be good for everyone involved. Well, let's just break down everything that happened. Okay, So first, I went to my local dealership with a, I'm pre-approved, Navy Federal who takes great care of me. Love you, Navy Federal. You guys are awesome. I'm pre-approved with a loan. I go to my local dealership who I know, like, and trust that's where I bought my the Cloudette truck that you guys have heard about. I, I got a brand new, I think it was a 2020, it was either a 21 or a 22. It was a brand new truck, Silverado, and I love it. They worked with me, great people over there at Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling. If you guys are in the Washington, D.C. area, let them know that, you know, I sent I sent you because they're they're great people. Uh, over there and they worked with me big time and they did all the right things so I wanted to give them a shot they did not have the vehicles that I wanted we were in the look for uh, a 
third row vehicle. This is actually going to be end up being my wife's car. My Suburban needed to go in the shop, which Ted Britt has right now. So I took it to the Chevy dealership. They said, hey, you need X, Y, and Z in order for it to pass emissions. It's an older vehicle. It's like 10 years old now. And we're like getting to that point where it's like, do we buy a new vehicle? What do we need to do here? So ultimately through weighing a million different decisions, we decided not to trade in the Suburban. It was a, it's a 10-year-old Suburban, 2013. Still got a lot of life in it. We're just going to fix it, right? And so, but before we decided not to sell it, we did weigh our options of trade. And so Carvana was the first place that I went to for a trade-in. Well, outside the dealership. The dealership gave me a number. It was right around, uh, it, it, it was lower than I thought, which is to be expected. It's a dealership. Uh, they wanted to go my way. Carvana gave me a number closer to what I expected, which the dealership itself said that since Carvana is a wholesaler, they generally give really good trade-in value. So I was like, okay, sounds like Carvana is reasonable. It was very easy to go through the app for the trade-in. I said what year it was, what the, the features on it were, what all was going on, popped up a number, seamless then applied that number to my search so I could see what my purchase value or, or purchase number would be for the new car. It, it was a, a very good technical experience. Went to Vroom, did the same thing. Vroom gave me a number that was closer to the dealership number. In fact, it was nearly identical to what the, the Chevy dealership had, had offered me. I didn't go to Carfax and I didn't go to CarMax for a trade-in. In fact, my dealership said that if I took it to CarMax, they would match it. So again, the dealership was working with me through this point. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to stick to Carvana. Carvana is giving me the most for my trade-in value. Let's find a, a vehicle that we really like. So we went through the process. We found a Suburban. It fit our loan. Everything was gravy. We was going through the trade-in. Everything was good. Carvana has this ticker where if you don't process the purchase through the ticker, it opens it back up for everybody. Vroom does not have this same type of ticker. In fact, when I was going through the purchasing process of Vroom, which I'll get into why I started the process here shortly, a real person called me, walked me through, actually helped me narrow down some search, was trying to help me to find a vehicle. They had a human element to the checkout which some of you might find as annoying, maybe. You think it's a salesman-y thing here. I actually found it super refreshing because one of my initial points of frustration with Carvana is I couldn't get a hold of anybody. It was impossible to get a hold of anyone at Carvana who was willing to help me through the purchasing process. So I tried to purchase this vehicle. I have the loan. I have the trade-in. I'm going through the process. I type in everything. I get through all the financials. I get to the point of my trade-in where it's like, you need to take a picture of the odometer. Okay, well, my vehicle was in the shop. The, the Chevy dealership had it. I called them up. I said, hey, can you get a picture of the odometer for me? Well, right now we have the battery out of the vehicle, so you're not going to be able to get a picture of the odometer. We can call you. It was like a Friday or something like that. We can call you on Monday. Fine. Okay. Sunday rolls around. I'm, I have the Suburban on Carvana held at least i thought i had it held and it get, i log into the application uh sunday afternoon vehicle's gone got bought out from under me super frustrating 
Couldn't talk to anybody. Couldn't put any money down to hold it. It just had to, I, I was waiting for quite literally just a picture of the odometer to go through. First negative experience, zero customer experience, zero customer service. It was absolute crap when I'm going through this tech process. I get it. Y'all want to sell vehicles. You're like a chop. It's like a, I don't know. You guys are like a, a wholesaler, a pusher. Like you, you just want to get the vehicles out. That annoyed the hell out of me. So that was why I went to Vroom. I was like, you know what? The Suburban that I want is gone. Let's take a look. Let's give Vroom another shot. Found a couple of vehicles that I like. Real people called me after the fact. I was like, okay, hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. They were trying to assist me through the loan process. They were assisting me through the trade-in process. We ultimately couldn't find a vehicle that suited what I was looking for that had Vroom had on. I will say that's the biggest knock on Vroom right now is that Vroom just doesn't have the same uh, amount of vehicles that Carvana had, at least of the size that we were looking for, third row. So back to Carvana, I find my vehicle, I go through the process, I search it, I find a good one, one that I believe is good, and I purchase it. I go through the process, schedule your date, I haven't talked to a single person at this point, which is weird, but... I purchase a Land Rover and the vehicle is scheduled to be delivered on Sunday. Uh, I don't have the date, whatever it was, this past Sunday. Okay, well, Saturday comes along. I'm out of town. I'm at a work conference. I get an email. Hey, unfortunately, let me just read the, let me pull the email up so that I'm not misspeaking on what it is what what they exactly said was their reasoning behind them not delivering dear carvana customer unfortunately due to a driver call out we'll be unable to facilitate your carvana appointment we do not currently have another driver available now this is not the day of this is the day before so they had a full more than 24 hours to find me another driver couldn't do it Currently, we do not have another driver available and, when, and will not and will be unable to send a driver to your location tomorrow. While we strive to accommodate every customer, unfortunately, unforeseen circumstances do arise occasionally. We'd still like to arrange a date that works best for you to schedule at your convenience, log into your Carvana.com account and choose a rescheduled date that works for you. So I went into Carvana.com, the app, right? The app still says today's the day. So I couldn't reschedule okay the app and whoever this team lead marketing ops member didn't work okay so then next i'm like you know what i'm just gonna call carvana and trying to figure out the what's going on so somebody who calls themselves an advocate answers the phone she seems very nice she's very apologetic i said you know what i'll drive and come get the vehicle I know I paid extra for the delivery service, but you know what? Keep my delivery money, and in fact, I'll pay extra. Just let me in so I can come get my vehicle. I got stuff I got to do. They said no. They said, you know what? We would. We wish we could, but the process and the place where the delivery is, it's not customer-facing. I said, I don't care if it's customer-facing or not. I'm not looking to be wowed during this experience. I just need my vehicle. Just give me my vehicle. They're like, no, we can't do that. They're not trained in processing their paperwork. I said, you know what? 
I have seven days to return the vehicle anyways after you give it to me. Why not just let me process my paperwork online like everything else has been done thus far, and you can just send it to me post. I have seven days after all. I can certainly bring it back whenever I want, right? So why, why, are, why are you making this a big deal? They said no. So I called again, back again. I said, you know what? If it's so big a deal that you go through a vending machine, then I will pay one of your people to drive it to the vending machine, nearest vending machine location so I can pick, pick up the vehicle. They called the delivery people. The delivery people said no. I sent a series of emails. Hey, this is unacceptable. I need my vehicle. I'm looking to pick it up today. He said, we're writing to let you know that the group you tried to contact uh, does not exist. Yeah, I got a mailer demon bounce back. Like, oh, great. Here we go. Right after the email said to respond to the email, so I'm getting mailer demons. So at this point, I've talked to one individual, and she didn't know that my car was not to be delivered that day. Finally, get an email back. This was Monday. Mr. Edwards, my apologies for the inconvenience once again. However, our drivers only deliver. This office does not offer a pickup service. Only the vending machine, nearest one in Gaithersburg, Maryland, offers the pickup service. Please let me know if you have any questions or concerns. I then fired off a series of four emails back at him. So that's fine. I don't need to use the vending machine. I can pick up the car directly from you. I'm trying to make this delivery go as simple as possible for your team. The appointment I had yesterday cannot wait until Thursday because that's when they try to reschedule me from, from Sunday to Thursday. I cannot go four days without a vehicle. I need to schedule a pickup today. And I said, to make it easy, I would gladly pay someone to drive it to the pickup location today. Then I emailed him again. Hey, Bilal, let's work on a solution so I don't have to cancel. Because at this point, I need a vehicle, and I'm calling local dealerships. I'm going on Broom. I'm going on Carfax. I'm looking for alternatives to the solution. I have a problem. I look for solutions. I solve problems. That's what I do right? <laughs> that's what my entire career is. So that's what I'm trying to do is solve a problem that I have. Fired off another email this morning. Good morning. Please let me know. Amending the pickup time today. Looking forward to getting my new vehicle. Crickets. Okay. Cold back. Hey, advocates, what's going on here? Let me get a vehicle. Sorry, sir. The, the earliest you can get this vehicle to pick up is Thursday. At this point, I'm mad. Y'all told me that I was supposed to come on Sunday. Your entire job is to process vehicles and give them to me. Why Why do I not have my vehicle? I said, okay. Finally, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is not worth the fight. Maybe there is like a real thing going on here, right? I know some of y'all listening are like, man, what a dick, right? Just wait until Thursday. I, I could. That's four days without my vehicle that I've already paid for. That's the whole convenience of the service is to not have a headache when purchasing a vehicle, right? Isn't that their entire, like, get up? That's their whole slogan. Let me Google their slogan, right? Carvana slogan. Let's see what it is. Uh, we tell the truth. Eh, debatable. At Carvana, we believe in creating full transparency in the car buying process and earning our customers trust with every step of the way. I have zero trust in these people. I have absolutely zero, zero trust. Carvana's new brand platform puts happiness at the forefront. I'm pissed. Zero happiness over here. In fact, 
the entire car buying process up to the point where I actually paid for the vehicle was absolute crap. It was basically like I was on eBay for vehicles, worried that some that I had a minimal time frame that I had to go through the processing process or somebody else was going to snatch my vehicle, which did happen. So then I'm like, you know what? This is weird. Like, what? why is this whole process happening? Do they even have my vehicle? In fact, when I talked to the person, I said, what confidence level do you have that, because I'm going out of town next weekend and the weekend after that, the week after that, actually. So I'm like, what confidence level do you have that my vehicle is actually going to be delivered on Thursday? Because if it's not delivered on Thursday, I'm out that weekend and then I'm out the next week. So I'm never going to see that vehicle. So, oh, by mind you, the Navy Federal pre-approval loan that I have is only good for a certain amount of time as well. So I'm like, what confidence level do you have that's going to be delivered on Thursday? Crickets, nothing. This advocate, which is the, if you have to call your customer service reps advocates and they're arguing with me, you're not an advocate, which I let her know that. I said, look, excuse me, ma'am. You're supposed to be an advocate for me here. And, and you're not being an advocate for me. You're telling me that there is policy around certain things. I told her, I don't care about your policy. Give me my damn vehicle. Your entire purpose is to deliver vehicles to my house. You're not meeting that need. This is like, I said this exact, this is like a grocery store refusing to sell groceries to deliver the groceries to somebody. You're out of, you're out of groceries. I've made it to the checkout line. There's no one there to check me out. There's no self-checkout. What good is that? This is your entire purpose of being. So again, I started to look in. I'm like, this is weird. Something is not adding up here. Y'all won't let me come get my vehicle. Y'all can't guarantee a deliver on Thursday. There is no repercussions here. You were, you were scheduled without any of the team members know and not being put into the system. What's going on here? Then they send me a new contract. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, why do I need a new contract? Oh, all we did was amend the delivery date. So why do you send me a whole new contract? Why don't you send me an amendment of a delivery date? I'm, I'm starting to get a little fishy here, right? So I go on the quick Google and I Google Carvana. First thing that pops up, judge denies motion to dismiss class, class action lawsuit against Carvana. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Open it up, Baltimore, Maryland. There's a new development in the lawsuit against Carvana. The 11 News I team has learned. This is from uh, WBAL TV 11 in Baltimore. So they are the NBC affiliate to, to Baltimore. Hundreds of car buyers from Maryland, which I'm trying to purchase from Gaithersburg, and nearby states, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, are involved in a class action lawsuit against Carvana. The company wanted a federal judge to toss it out, but the judge didn't. So as I go on and read this, it turns out that there has been titles of vehicles that Carvana has been unable to grab, unable to get and send to the car buyers. In fact, this one member who, his name is Joe Rydell, he's from Aberdeen. He hadn't got his title for his 2017 Mitsubishi Outlander for a year. So he stopped paying it. He's like, I'm not paying you Carvana until you send me my title. You know what they did? They repossessed his car after they failed to present a title for it. So 
Carvana obviously denied any and all liability here because they're nothing more than a glorified eBay with basically no, no rhyme or reason for following rules. And I thought, you know what? Maybe this is the only one, right? Maybe there, maybe this is not that big of a deal and I'm making a big deal out of it, right? I Google Car Carvana lawsuit, okay? And you know what pops up? Carvana settles dispute with Illinois after its dealership license was revoked. Dot, dot, dot. Open it up twice. Twice Carvana has had their dealership license revoked in the state of Illinois for not following state law. They, they're failing, same old thing, they're failing to present titles for people they're failing to provide vehicles for people, and they are flat out not following the law. They just got their license uh, renewed January of 2023, January 26th. So with a settlement, <laughs> they reached a settlement with Illinois in order to process this. Crazy. Now... There is a bunch of others, actually, all over the place. Um, there's North Carolina, Maryland, like I talked about, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Illinois. And then February of this year, Carvana faces a lawsuit alleging a pump-and-dump stocks scheme, which is in the District Court of Arizona, which is actually where my vehicle is coming from. It's coming from Arizona. So... The complaint filed in the U.S. District Court of Arizona on Tuesday alleges that investors, including the lead plaintiffs, United Association National Pension Fund, and uh, Saskatchewan Health Employees Pensions suffered heavy losses due to this pump and dump. It is all kinds of bad around this company. And so that got me thinking, what is Carvana? You know? What, what is their, what's their niche here? Carvana is a tech company. It's an app. And when you call yourself an app, you place yourself in the tech community. And while I will say the app is functional and is easy to use, there is major flaws with the way that Carvana went about things and how they've established their company. One, they've placed technology over people. They want their tech to run the show. They want to automate the process as much as possible and remove humans from the equation, that's both good and bad from the consumer side. Good, you don't have to deal with some uh, used car salesman or a car salesman to go through the process of purchase who's trying to undermine you or cut you, right? But guess what? I got that anyways. So there's zero happiness in this equation. I still prefer to buy a vehicle from a human. That's my best experience of buying a vehicle that I've had is at the Chevy dealership. When I Mind you, I was buying a new vehicle and not a used vehicle, but still, it was a fantastic experience. That's not to say I had all great experiences in buying my truck because I went to another dealership down the street that was also a sell, uh, Chevy dealership. Terrible, terrible, terrible experience where they were trying to just... So it's, it's find someone you know, like, and trust, just like in any industry. But let's, let's get back to this technology. They're trying to automate, utilize AI, and build out this scale process as 
quickly and as large as possible without truly understanding their purpose. If their purpose is to deliver happiness, then you need to be customer-centric and customer-focused. And customers want to deal with humans. I don't want to speak to a bot. I don't want to go through this application process. I don't want to respond through email. Call me if you have a problem with your delivery. And then if you have a problem with your delivery, that sounds like you have a problem with your entire process of goods. At any point in time, I can sell you something. That's fine. It's not the process of acquisition that matters. How many times have you ordered something off Amazon that said that it was going to be two-day shipping, and then the, the two-day shipping turns into a three- or a four-day shipping, and you're mad? Why is that? It's because you were lied to during the process. You might have purchased one uh, toothbrush over another toothbrush because it had prime two-day shipping. That was the entire point of your purchase, of your transaction, was to get the thing in two days or an overnight. So when you fail to deliver on that overnight or two days, even though it's only three or four days, you are failing on the transaction, which was the entire purpose of the purchase. The entire reason why I used Carvana was to get my vehicle seamlessly easy and delivered to my house. That's what I wanted. I didn't want to have to go to a dealership. I didn't want to have to go through the, the process of dealing with people. I didn't want to have to go through this whole search and find and drive and test drive and all that crap. Deliver the car to me. It's a Land Rover, mind you. It's a nice vehicle. And I will take care of it from there. Carvana failed on that. And now is failing to deliver any sort of uh, trust, any sort of confidence level in that this is not going to happen again on Thursday. All while there are multiple class action lawsuits in multiple states against this, against this organization due to this exact same thing of their failure to deliver. This is a lesson that all tech and really all companies can learn. When you replace automation and artificial intelligence with people, you lose. Point blank, period. You need people to carry out your process of deliver. Getting AI and getting automated processes to get people to the point of transaction is not the full cycle. That is, that is not it. That's half, a quarter of the cycle here. When you're just sell, 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 and you can't deliver, you have not done anything. All you've done is take people's money, and that is theft. Carvana is a piece of crap company that is now realizing how bad they have screwed people over, and they are realizing that they're about to go out of business. I would be very, very surprised if Carvana makes it another two years. Because with the amount of class action lawsuits they have, the amount of failure to deliver they have, all of these, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm never using Carvana again. And I was a huge advocate of Carvana. In fact, I might even said on this podcast to use things like Carvana because this is the future of purchasing. I no longer believe that. I no longer believe that you can just use an application to push automation and artificial intelligence and fully remove the human experience. Because I'm more pissed than I would have been had, had humans been involved here. Because I don't have a single point of contact who's helping me through this process of buy. I don't have one. I don't have a sales rep. I don't have someone who I can call who's actually going to advocate on my behalf. Because these customer service reps, every single time I call, I get a different person and they're all saying the same stuff. I can, but I can't. Policy says that I can't do that. Policy says that I can't. They won't even give me the number 
to other to where my car is located. I have zero proof that my car is actually in Sterling, Virginia. Zero proof. There is there is nothing to believe that my car is there. Oh, by the way, I paid a thousand dollars to have my car move from Arizona to Virginia to my house, actually. But we've already gotten that delivery delayed. It's already been pushed back a week. So what is your product, Carvana? Is it your app? Because if it's your app and it's a tech company, your app is failing to update the customer and give them a real uh, experience. If it's delivering vehicles and selling the vehicle process, you're failing there too because you're, you're in multiple class action lawsuits. You are not delivering people's vehicles when you say you're going to. So what is your product then? Is it happiness? Like so many of these companies are starting to say these days, they're trying to pull emotions out. Oh, we deliver happiness, That which was Zappo. If you all remember Zappo, which is ultimately purchased by Amazon, and that's how we have two-day shipping. Zappos' whole thing was pushing happiness, delivering happiness, which is an excellent book, by the way. But when you get these organizations who are just trying to sell you emotion without delivering any actual product, it's, it's a lie. It's just flat-out lying to try and get you to purchase so they don't have to deliver. If your organization is built on the acquisition cycle that ends at purchase, you're gonna lose. If your acquisition cycle is built on automation and artificial intelligence will guide the customer to purchase, you're gonna lose. Humans need to be involved. We are in a time, and I can't stress this enough, we are in a time where millions of organizations and companies will lose billions of dollars because they will rely on artificial intelligence and automation to replace people. And people want to do business with and purchase from people that they know, like, and trust. And I don't know, like, and trust a bot. It's not possible. It's a machine. The machine can only get you halfway there. There is no reason why you can't involve a human in this car buying process through Carvana. Vroom did it. And had Vroom had a vehicle that I wanted to purchase, I would have gone with Vroom. If you follow the Carvana model, you will lose. You will lose billions of dollars, America. Okay? Don't follow this process. When you implement artificial intelligence, automation, applications, involve a human-centric experience. Humans buy from humans. They don't buy from computers. And we are in this circle of purchase now where people are buying American, people want to buy from people they know, like, and trust, and people are buying small. They are no longer buying at these big box stores. That's why we're seeing Amazon. Amazon's sales from Black Friday was way down. In fact, they were no longer the number one. I think Kohl's was like the number one, right? Which Kohl's, while they do have a good online environment, is mostly a big box store. But you know what Kohl's has? Kohl's cash. You know what people love? Feeling important. You know why people feel important? Because they get things, things they didn't expect. There's nothing better when you go into a store and you purchase something and you get 100 bucks in Kohl's cash. I love that. That's part of the buying experience that Kohl's has mastered. You know what people don't love? When they buy something and get something they didn't expect that's negative. Like rescheduling a car. 
rescheduling a delivery, not getting your two-day prime on two days and having to reschedule to Thursday or Friday or four days out or a week. Or, oh, by the way, I know that you said it was prime, but this is actually not offered in prime and it'll be prime when it comes back in stock. Crap. We've lost our way with this artificial and, and automation push. And if you try to implement artificial intelligence and automation, it's not there to support your people. And instead, it's there to bring in more funds into your organization minus the customer experience. You'll lose. So know that Carvana is shit. <laughs> yes, it's still raw. Carvana is shit. They're going to fail. They're going to go out. Don't buy from Carvana. If you buy a car from Carvana after listening to this podcast or after reading all these articles, you're an idiot. In fact, I feel stupid for having gone through the purchasing process with Carvana. I'll never do it again. In fact, my wife wants me to cancel it all together. She's like, why can't we just go buy a, a car locally? Which I would love to do that, but she wants the vehicle. She does want the vehicle. I called the local Land Rover dealership. They don't have one. I called, the, which the local Land Rover dealership was like, oh yeah, there is a... Um, there's a there's no inventory right now. So it's it's a tough situation that I'm stuck in and hopefully I get the title. And that's and that's where I'm sitting right now. I have zero faith in this organization. I have zero trust in this organization. They are nothing but a chop shop trying to take your money. Which again is only part of the life cycle circle. Okay. You have to have the customer experience. You have to have the recycling with humans. Don't send me some drip campaign now, Carvana, about how wonderful things were because I'm just going to shit on you more and more. In fact, they are now my golden child of what not to do as a tech organization. Thanks for hanging out, guys. If you liked this episode, please like and subscribe. Leave us a comment on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is. Like and subscribe. Hit us with a review. Let me know in the comments below. If you have ever purchased a vehicle online and how your buying experience went, because I want to know about that too. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Until next time, Well, guys, thanks so much for watching and or listening. We have had a great time. Hope you did too. You can find all of the Work Wherever podcast episodes here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or all of your major streaming platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday. Make sure to follow us at Capital Presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all Work Wherever related. See you next week.